Welcome to No Gods, No Master Volumes. I'm Simon, I'm a record producer, musician, and I make pedal demos as Tunnel of Reverb. And I'm Guion, I run Holy Island Audio, a one-man effects pedal operation from Wales. In this episode, we're talking to Matthew from Done Effects, creator of unapologetically heavy pedals. You may know Done Effects from the Death Knob pedal or their collab with EAE, The Laggard. We talk psychology, logo design evolution, where Done Effects came from and where they're going next. Where does it? So you want to start at the beginning, then? Yeah, tell us, tell us how how Donafex came into the world. Okay, um, I don't really have a hard fast date. Um, I feel like it was, was sort of a organic thing that just grew over time. Uh, my background is not in electronics at all, so the hard science part of this thing has been like a complete learning curve for me um which is kind of i guess a little funny for me too because like i also working in tech i don't have background my degree is in philosophy um i went to school for the like studied a lot of you know philosophy science politics history um socialist theory that kind of thing so how 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 to do these things has kind of always been like a little bit of like a i need to learn it as i go process um mm-hmm. and so it's kind of similar to like my help desk job you know in the real world if you will it's like audi computers i had to learn them like on the job as i went uh yeah you know so everything is like in this realm is sort of self-taught um so I guess the the very beginning is a hobbyist kind of thing. Um, you know, I like amps. I like gear. Uh, I always liked you know the stuff um, for some reason. Um, I think I probably would blame like the old Guitar World magazines. You know, that would like sort of fetishize the product a little bit. You know, and kind of get you really. Yeah. You know, into and so like you know, I kind of got into that part of things where like before the internet days, you know, when you'd be like reading the magazine articles and they're like, well, this has this knob and this has this knob, and they would start to compare the products for you, you know, and you'd really just kind of get a breakdown of the stuff because otherwise your alternative was to go to the guitar store, right? Like you would actually go drive down the street to the music shop, go bother the guy at the counter and say, hey, you know, I want to go try that thing, right? And yeah. So when I first started learning how to play, like I was kind of like that kid, right? I would I had um, lessons at a guitar store, so I was already in the store looking at all of the stuff while I'm like, you know, waiting to go, you know, learn Metallica riffs and, <laughs> and like, you know, I'd be standing there looking at all the stuff at the counter and the guitars and the uh, and, and the hooks in the back, you know, and. Um, I guess like that mystique of like the ones behind the counter, behind the glass, or like the guitars in the special room that you couldn't really like touch unless you're like a dad, you know, or something, (laughs) right? Um, It always just kind of enticed me. Um, My uncles play guitar. So it's like, you know, that's why I kind of like just learned how to play guitar. And so like, I guess like, like, you know, just this like love of like the gear just the stuff kind of came about too um fast forward you know from like being a dumb teenager to like being like a dumb 20 something you know and i start flipping gear uh it was just kind of like one of the things i just picked up on and like you know i 
I liked pedals. I still liked pedals, you know, it was like, I liked them back then. I still liked them, you know, cause I still played and I like played in bands and stuff. I didn't really get it to a point to like record anything or like go on tour ever. So, you know, the band stuff was always just kind of like local and usually like, you know, among friends, you know, kind of thing. And like played local shows, but never really like hit the road with it. Um, throughout the whole multiple bands, you know, being a young adult, I'm constantly trying to upgrade, you know, my gear, get just better stuff, I guess. Cause I you fall into that trap of thinking like, you know, if I have a, if I have this, then I'll be yeah. able to do this, right? Oh, yeah. I think that happens a lot, yeah. So you get stuck in that loop of like, you know, hey, uh, I've got this cool guitar, but man, there's that other listing, you know, for this other cool one that's a little cool than the one I have, but it's not yeah. one I have, so I sort of want that one. So mm. you end up with like that uh, gear acquisition, right? Yeah. That's basically we're done if this is boring. All that just passing trading gears is uh i just you know went from like flipping amps and selling trading pedal like just all of a sudden i'm building my own like i don't know exactly where and when in that process it started it was like really around 10 years ago now um but yeah it was one of those things where like uh i i liked the gear and then i'm looking at these pedals and like some of them are names that I was always familiar with. Your your Digitex, your DOD, your Boss, you know, and and you've got uh, <clears throat> excuse me, like other weirder stuff that I'd never seen before. And it's like like JHS's um, stuff, you know. This is like probably like late two thousands, early twenty teens. So like J stuff is kind of start float around a little bit, and like full tone pedals and like. Um, stuff like that, you know, or like, uh, I have this one, where is it? Here it is. There's this thing, it's called the Lunar Echo, and it's by this defunct company called DMB Effects, or DMB something. Anyway, they don't exist anymore, but it was like one of those things where like in the early days of the internet, where like you had to like email the guy, you would oh, build yeah. the one. Yeah. <laughs> And then you would yeah. get it in like a box with no notes on it. It would be like one eight by ten piece of paper, you know, included with it that would explain the controls, right? Yeah. Take the, yeah. This thing, it's a god awful mess of wiring and multiple boards <laughs> in there, and it's like yeah, this ridiculous like spider stuff. But it makes some of the coolest sounds. And like, mm -hmm. anyway, it's just one of those things where like I'm looking at the inside thing and i'm like kind of like doing the you know you're just poking around and curious right you look at the inside of this thing and you're like dude why does this look so <laughs> crazy yeah. compared to like what the inside of like a dod pedal look mm -hmm. which is all neat laid out on that one board you see all the traces there's only a handful yeah. of wires there's no right to like jacks and a switch right this thing is like what's going on here yeah so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anyway, I just that was kind of where like sort of it was born of like trying to do it myself. Like I don't know, my my dad's a car guy, does play music, enjoys it, you know, but never really, like learned to play an instrument or something. Uh, but he does cars and he like rebuilds like you know stuff like Mustangs and stuff like that and like uh, or sillier stuff like Mazdas and uh, he's always like you know showing me like attention to detail 
restructuring, building, rebuilding, yeah. how, you know, wiring and stuff, you know, and like some of the more like basic, like how does like a headlight work, you know, like just signal to the light and then back again, you got a switch interrupter and you got a power source and it's like, that's your circuit. Right. And so yeah. like, that's like a basic germ form of like a circuit that kind of got stuck in my noodle that like later on down the road, you know, when I'm starting to look at the insides of these guitar pedals, I'm like, okay, how does like that, like, you know, basic circuit of like, how does like a headlight work apply here to the inside of this yeah. stuff? I have no idea how it works at the time. Right. So there you go. I mean, that's basically the origins don't really have like a, uh, I did it on X date, you know, yeah. like it's always yeah. been like a thing. Well, it kind of came from like a, you obviously had like the background of playing the passion of, for, about mm -hmm. gear from playing. Then you started, let's say buying and selling. And I guess with yeah. that basic the curiosity in it. Yeah. And the basic knowledge from, uh, maybe like working with your dad and stuff you're like okay maybe and seeing the crazy insides of that pedal like maybe it is doable for somebody now i don't want to get the amps the insides though because the high voltage stuff still scares me mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> I, um, uh, I don't know this is one thing i've never or i haven't dove into yet as much as i love like taking them in you know kind of reconditioning them if you will because there's been a few that you know i've kind of taken the the chassis you know, completely redid the, um, I guess the upholstery work, you know, just doing all of the, like the vinyl wrap on the outside, putting new corners on them, making them look nice again. You know, that's always, that's always been kind of cool too, that kind of restorative process. So yeah, I guess like that's sort of just been like this second Avenue of like what done effects is like, aside from just the pedals I make on the regular basis these days yeah. is like, that's always, I still do it. I mean, because probably, if follow me on the social you probably still see the junk i take in every now and again like <laughs> i saw that uh you did like a really beautiful ampeg v4 i don't know if it maybe was even last year it's earlier this year it's yeah. sitting right here outside the yeah the uh yeah, so i did that one in marshall's uh vintage modern series purple so it's like this oh, yeah. really dark purple that kind of looks black in some lights and then like otherwise mm -hmm. is purple. But yeah, I got that box as a, as a, well, I got the whole amp, you know, as a project. It was one of those things where I'm mm -hmm. backing up a step, eBay. I mean, it still exists. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The only mm -hmm. people that use it are the old dudes still, right? Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> all the old timers are still using the eBay. And Craigslist mm -hmm. with these big amps that they've had basement forever, you know, mm -hmm. um, they're posting them and they're like, hey, this thing's been sitting here for 15 years. I have no idea. You know, it worked 10 years ago the last time I plugged <laughs> it in, but I don't know how it's doing. So anyway, yeah. you know, most of the time, like you, I can grab some of these things up for a couple hundred bucks. Um, they really need, you know, a new, new, they're probably going to need a cat ob, and they're probably going to need new power tubes. Um, and more than likely other just general servicing, you know, so I usually will scoop some of these guys up. There's a vintage amplifier shop in St. Louis that, uh, I've been working with kind of all, over the years and they're great dudes. And I'll oftentimes bring some of these things over and they're just like, how do you find this stuff? And I'm like, <laughs> you're the vintage amp shop. You tell me, yeah. man, like, why? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
feel like I should be running your plays now anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, why are you leaving them for me to but find? Yeah, no, I just yeah. I find these things here and there. I just I've always sort of kind of just kept an eye out on that secondhand market. And uh I guess just I sinus I got from my dad with an feed of junk. You just kinda like I, I find myself being way more attracted to an amp that I can buy for four dollars another two or three hundred bucks worth of parts in and about 200 mm -hmm. bucks worth of labor in and then i'll sell it for my cost <laughs> it's like because yeah. i just like the stuff like i basically yeah. don't yeah. make any money off this stuff half the time like it's just because of the just moving the shit around so I just yeah i just you know but yeah the ampeg i'm like actually technically underwater on that thing but dude it sounds awesome <laughs> so, <laughs> i'm not like yeah. The satisfaction as well, and like the the process of doing it is like yes, the, pro the, fun, right? the process, the mm -hmm. ritual. And I saved it from the graveyard, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Like still be in a basement somewhere, it's rotting, or or eventually gone in the landfill. Oh, and it's mm -hmm. like I, that's I sort of feel, it's like the I blame like anthropized toy movies, you know, for this kind of thing, right? Where like you just get attached yeah. to these objects and you you give them mm. their own freaking Toy yeah. Story. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> that's what. Mm. <laughs> so that's that's uh, that. so I don't know the early 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 days. Um, because of these old amps, and because I like needed to like put something on top of a pedal box, right? Like you know, once I finally finished one or two of these little things and they actually worked, I thought they were cool. Heard them online, you know, with just kind of the gear groups, you know, in Facebook. Um, yeah, gosh, that's probably a nice topic in of itself, right? Like, <laughs> well, uh, but, the community I mean, in the forums. I mean, it depends how far back you're going. That that they've had like waves of popularity, though, right? And then it's like, I don't know. Facebook seems a bit of a, an odd place now, but I'd still buy secondhand stuff from Facebook, even though the rest of Facebook seems see, to be that's like, where we're at now. Dead. Facebook mm. is now Craigslist. Over here, oh, yeah, it's like, yeah, hundred percent, yeah. It's just for the marketplace. It's for the ad. It's for like it. It was for uh, breeding toxicity amongst the public, and then before <laughs> that, it was just yeah. about sharing your kids' photos with your grandma mm. from across the country. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, yeah. And, and it's sort of like it's weird that like this business of boutique or weird builder pedals, you know has sort of changed over time yeah the social media has changed over the time and these groups we used to be in you know have changed over time going back in the in the time machine i guess like you know the official quote-unquote beginnings of done effects is the gear forums it's um like the first church of amp worship uh it's, oh yeah it's, it's mostly born out of like you know hey uh these fuzz pedals are really cool uh, these are the ones, you know, it was, I hate to say it was chasing a fad, but it was sort of chasing a fad a little bit at the time of like, you know, these big muffs, you know, that were starting to take off and like, you couldn't buy a green, you know, mm -hmm. big muff pie, uh, Russian one for more than, you know, a few, it, it was when those prices started to go up and people were like mm -hmm. freaking out because green muffs were going for like 200 bucks. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so it was like, well, $200 for a pedal. 
outrageous <laughs> you know, yeah. you know yeah. so yeah so folks like you know you, uh, you start to look at like you know the kits right like, how do i build one of these things on my own i'm not going to be able to afford even a second hand one you know for 200 something dollars you know so you build one on your own right you kind of turn to that whole yeah. do it your shit thing and um you know most of my early early earliest stuff like the very first few pedals were were kits or own junk I built from tag and so you know going through like the tag board effects blogspot page and finding all of those like known circuits you know that have already been around for a long time and guys have you know basically you know you know the schematics are I, I don't know public domain common knowledge um yeah circulated i'm trying to think of a good way to put it where it's like it's not exactly like <laughs> no i mean it's just it sort of gets to the point where people have uh adapted and adopted those circuits so much that it's kind of difficult for anyone to really claim ownership over them at yeah, this point right uh, and, especially stuff like big mouse and and or like you know simple op amp drive designs it's like most of those are even come like just are adaptations of circuits that are from the data sheets that are coming from yep. the manufacturers mm-hmm. of the, the chips themselves so it's like I, you, there's that there is a kind of a slippery i don't know slippery it's uh um infinite regress right it's this aristotle's problem where is the beginning right is yeah, yeah. You know, you sure like Ibanez has got the tube screamer, but like they entered the op amp or like, the king circuit in there. You know, they just mm-hmm. did it and everybody loves yeah. it and they sold the hell out of them. And that's kind of sort of the ubiquity of like a of an industry standard. But do they own it? I mean, do, <laughs> I mean, they might have some kind of a patent on it. I'm sure. But like, again, if we make minor alterations or variations. Yeah. I mean, this is like what pharmaceutical companies do, right? With with generics versus name mm-hmm. brand, right? So we get into that whole thing. I, I just feel like I'm born of contradiction. So like <laughs> this give and take of these like equal opposites is just like all over the place for me, at least in my mind, yeah. like when I view the world, like mm-hmm. it's just Ibanez has got that product, the Tube Screamer. Everybody knows it. The Big Muff is an EQ, e, uh, EHX pedal. Everybody knows that, right? Um mm-hmm. The rat. So you have the holy trinity there, right? Yeah. <laughs> the father yeah. and the son of the big mat of the rat yeah. and the tube screamer. But um clone the hell out of them, right? And until the cows come home. I've had my own variations on them. So I mean, do I don't I don't clone those circuits, right? Um but anyway, getting back to it, the whole uh uh, beginning of this basically started from like doing minor variations of known circuits from coming off of those forums and tag board effects page. You know, people are like AM fuzzes, you know, uh, David Allen Maine's stuff. Yeah, but mm-hmm. the the meat, the sacred meathead, right? Uh, the one knob yeah. fuzz face circuit, essentially. Mm-hmm. And like, there's a couple of, t- I mean, a lot of this I know now has to do with component selection and manufacturing process and there's more to it than just slapping $20 worth of parts together right mm-hmm. it's not yeah. just 
20 bucks of parts in a box. It's, you know, there's, there's a thought process behind the circuit, the careful component selection of what brands in some cases you're using, but you know, whether you're doing a ceramic versus a Mylar cap and uh, you know, the, that whole thing, you know, I didn't really honestly get it back then though. Cause I was kind of being slapdash and just trying to like build some stuff. So Makes the earliest noise. days, oh, you're gonna, yeah. I'm sorry. I talk into like this, like spiral circuitous kind of fashion. Like I keep yeah. returning to the point. Uh, yeah, I'd say the earliest days are just doing like David Allen main rips, uh, the rat and other kind of stuff of like these known circuits, just doing my little minor spin on it, but building them into like boxes that look kind of cool. And, and I, and I aped the sun amps logo. I think that's really where my book. Okay. That was, was that the original? Yeah. You don't, I, I, I don't think I've seen that. Is that, uh, is that quite a while back then? Are we? Yeah, I was going to say, this is, like, basically the beginnings of things, like, uh, because, like, uh, the very first few pedal boxes I built, you know, were for people on Mm -hmm. forums, you know, just direct communication, and I had to put something on them, and, like, I had a uh, Sun Solaris 2 in my collection at the time, Mm -hmm. which is a really cool amp, by the way. Yeah. Um, Yeah. The uh, slight side quest about that amp, the tremolo circuit in that thing, Mm -hmm. insane. It has a triple gang pot controlling the tremble thing. They don't make or manufacture those things anymore. I've tried to find mm. them, like, and, like, I probably have to go to, like, R2R Electric, you know, like, DJ Lamp on Instagram yeah. to find, like, a weird, obscure part like that because, like, I don't know where the hell you would find one these days. But yeah, anyway, it's, yeah, it's wild. The thing is, like, it's, it's like, this. De- I'm, I don't know if we actually published the video later. I'm indicating with my hands for you listeners at home. Give us some inches. Is that an inch? Like, you know, it's the size of your thumb. It's like the size of an adult yeah. thumb, right? Like it's that <laughs> deep. It's ridiculous. Anyway, yeah. Um, that's a really cool amp. It's got built-in tremolo and a spring reverb and two 6550 power tubes in it. And I think it's a uh, power tube rectified. And it just sounds so full and rich. And it's just a really yeah. cool amp. So anyway, that's the Sun Solaris 2, personally, I like it better than like the Model T. Oh, yeah. Ooh, here's your hot take. The hot take. Me. Yeah, well, I mean, the hot take. Maybe Sun will um, reissue it for, uh, what, look, 10 grand or something by the end of the dollars, yeah. <laughs> You're right. No, they'd have to like probably totally redo that whole tremolo, right? They, yeah. I don't think they could even redo that thing spot no. on like the way they used to. Anyway, I had a Sun amp sitting in my collection i put a piece of tape over the s and i just wrote d on it and it was huh, hilarious so, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah okay that, that makes it. sense that was it yeah it was, instead of sun and then now that's <laughs> yeah. it i put the the I, I basically like the very first logo looked like the sun amps logo and it just had a d instead of an s and so like the very earliest pedals of mine were like done Oh God! And everybody did the whole like done O thing. Like they had to say O <laughs> okay, at the yeah. end. Like, yeah. like no, that's like a it's like a sun symbol, guys. Like it's not a letter O. That's like a, it's supposed to be a sun emanating heat and warmth, <laughs> power. 
because that's what they do. They're uh, I'm so sick of the whole done O thing that people kept messing it up that I did that dropped it and I had that like Scooby Doo looking lettering, you know, logo drawn up and I've just used that ever since. Like, you know, the ghost letters you know, that come out of the skull yeah. and Scooby Doo, like you <laughs> have an alternate logo that's like just a straight up black metal like just it was done by a guy that did the emperor logo um, oh sick well he had done a couple of my old bands logos too right like so like these bands i like played in but never <laughs> recorded anything with or did anything with i had these mm. sweet logos thick logos though <laughs> yeah that's the important <laughs> bit <laughs> What was the first pedal you like did a batch release of, if you remember? <laughs> I feel like we're always making people yeah. dig into history. Co- comb in the memory banks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. It's like, in my case, it's more like, how do I fly? Um, okay. Probably actually a rat circuit variant. Uh, okay. That I named the Deceiver. Mm-hmm. Synonyms, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah. about like all the gangster movies when they're talking the they got you know rat so yeah <laughs> yeah makes sense yeah trying to be clever it's like it's just one of those things where i was trying to be clever and you end up like kind of just maybe being obvious and then sometimes i feel like <laughs> was that obvious <laughs> or, or are people missing it i don't i don't know so anyway um that's sort of the fun and that's sort of the way that it cuts both ways for me down here is that I work yeah. in my basement. I'm a one man show. I don't get a whole lot of immediate feedback. So yeah. since I don't really work with anybody, I don't know if something's working or not, you know? And okay. so like, you have to just put things out there. Um, the, I mean, like, thankfully now I feel like there's like enough of like a, a community of like, pedal builders that i sort of like feel like akin to or like part of yeah. like a class of so to speak that i don't mm-hmm. i can turn to some of these guys and ask them some questions as i throw some against the wall and and you know see if it's working or not or you know if i can get some friendly advice you know when i get you know kind of, kind of goes into the deep end a little bit um mm-hmm. Like, I know you had John on here from Electronic Audio Experiments. Um, yeah. And, like, he's definitely one of those guys that, like, affect, you know, a lot. And, like, I've bounced some questions worth and work with over the years. And, like, uh, I do totally feel like I have to, like, I'm, like, I'm, like, drowning. And, like, I'm, like, the hand waving out of the water <laughs> <Yeah>. by that <laughs> point when I'm, like, yeah. asking for I'm, like, I don't know what I'm doing yeah. here, guys. Like. I I my, I'm I think I feel like I'm pretty good on like the business side of things and like how to like run this thing and like have a social media presence which is stupid in and of itself. I didn't think I would be like some sort of social media personality. Um, yeah, yeah, we're all kind of stuck in that situation. Yeah, <laughs> just you have to, kind of have to be. Yeah. Well, I'm like standing at a show and like I. I Folks walk up to me. I'm like, hey, are you, are you done? Are you the done effects guy? Are you, are you from the internet? I'm like, yes, I'm from the internet. (laughs) No, I mean, it's like, I don't, I, I I don't have a lot of uh, immediate feedback down here. So I have to like, you know, spring 
or I have to like bounce ideas off of my peers, usually like, you know, online, uh, because yep. I'm also like very landlocked here. Like, um, yeah, just Simon probably knows, you know, us geography, maybe a little better, but like I am thousands of miles inland in every direction. I, the, <laughs> the cool stuff that happens at the coasts yes. very slowly makes it and like i don't you know like bands tour the country my st louis is a fairly big city but it's still one of those cities that kind of just gets skipped man like folks like do a restroom break keep on driving to chicago <laughs> or nashville right so yeah. i don't i don't get a lot of like face to face with my peers um so the best i have is this internet presence and I, you know, sometimes do, um, uh, what's the word? Um, like, I guess like focus group stuff, you know, with my like followers slash customers, yeah. you know, um, and I'm like just poking around back to contradictions. I don't really do a whole lot of re R and D out in the open. I don't like, cause right. I feel like yeah. it's like getting dressed in public. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. So it's like so you don't really see a whole lot of like me like there with the um uh what do you call it the breadboard you know because frankly I'm a little embarrassed by that I feel a little <laughs> yeah. like naked there so to speak because I don't have yeah. like, like this like hard science background so like that's the kind of stuff I kind of like keep to myself a little bit um mm -hmm. and I don't publish online uh because one I think it's like boring content and two. Uh, I feel a little embarrassed by it, honestly. Now, that said, uh, a lot of my ideas um, actually come from customer feedback, um, from mm -hmm. follower feedback. You know, like I do these mm -hmm. dumb DIY questions like in the Instagram stories and I'm like, hey, yeah. what do you guys want to see? You know, what is on your mind? What are you doing these days? Um mm -hmm. you continue to be circuitous. Uh, I used to rely on uh the forums inside of the facebook you know and all the mm -hmm. groups you know i'd be in the groups and kind of chatting with people and like um finding like what's popular these days what are folks using yeah i, I mean because ultimately this is about making music right this is gear yeah these are tools, tools. that people use to create music so mm -hmm. like what tools are using these days to make your music these days music tastes change over time fads come and go you know these are popular come and go so oh if you're different music you're not going to always be using the same tools constantly right so like and and you're gonna have your tool too right like there, that's why Lowe's and Home Depot are out there you have to like go down and get a new screwdriver every now and again you know, when you twist yours off and you strip the ends off of it, right? So, like, I mean, yeah. it's the same deal. You got to re-up your equipment occasionally. Um, new methods, new uh, technologies, you know, come into play. So, like, you know, kind of adapt as you go along. And that's sort of kind of been, like, my thing here is that I'm constantly evolving and changing my process and what exactly i'm doing so that's also sort of based on customer feedback and it's like you know like sorry 
my process on the one hand is constantly just growing and changing and evolving as I get older and learn more and get better at what I do, you know, and have more experience here. And then on the other hand, you've got the way music changes over time and the, the different tools that people use to create that music. And so it's been this process of trying to constantly improve myself to always kind of stay on curve of what folks are using to make their current music right um mm-hmm. i'm 41 42 i forget sometimes i'm 42 and like <laughs> i still listen to new stuff right like i'm constantly yeah. listening to new bands and i'm finding new music and uh my guys that i went to high school with and some folks i've known over the years you know kind of like very comfortable to like a certain era of music. Right. And they don't kind of grow out of that. Like, and you, so you've got some folks who get sort of stuck in a rut or whatever, you know, you end up very much liking. So uh, I'm a millennial. I've got buddies that still listen to like, you know, uh, Alice in Chains records on the regular and like Alice in Chains, but it's one of those things where like, I've had like, not listen to them for like almost 20 years and then come back to it to finally be like, I remember liking these guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah um, taking that breather. So, so very, very batch of pedals was a rat pedal. Okay. Look, Sun Amps looking logo, logo on it. And because yeah. rats were sort of taking the hold of like, you know, where the tube screamer. it was during that era when everybody was like tube screamer to the nth degree, you know, and we're like mm-hmm. talking about like very minute details, you know, of variance between these boutique makers of tube yeah. screamers. And you're like, <sighs> you know, so then everybody, I so- mean, we're still kind of there. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so- <laughs> And you know, it's like I just I just posted like a dumb reshare of a story this morning that I'm just, the folks are still yeah. talking about fuzz pedals from the '60s. You know, it's like we're still talking about this stuff. But yeah. then again, it's like we kind of keep coming back to that music, and it's like if they work, they work, and some of those tools still work. I'm sure Phillips head screwdrivers have been around for a while, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, the red folks were really digging on the rats at the time as an alternative to the tube screamer turning that gain knob down this is probably like when like 1981 got the germ idea of doing the drv right like yeah with all that form of like turning the gain all the way down on the rat and just kind of using it as a light drive mm-hmm. yeah or the band so- <laughs> yeah and- yeah Using two of them in series, then followed by a green muff, right? And just <laughs> completely overblown, running them into multiple amp splitter, going off into, yeah. you know, just yeah. as saturated as possible, right? Um, so the rats were having like a big uh, re- revival, I guess, like a new renaissance, yeah, you know, for a minute there. And so that was sort of my like. Um, official first pedal with my name on the front of it was a rat pedal and I only made 10 of them and one of them actually came back to me and it's now sitting in my collection over there um, awesome cool. Oh, cool. I hope you guys publish the video later 
So, <laughs> yeah. so, you know, so oh, I basically rad. just aped yeah. the 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 rat motif or design on, yeah. on the front. Just put the done amped ape mm-hmm. logo inside of a box. Put the controls in. So two lines is just three knobs and the truth. So perfect. <laughs> yeah. The Deceiver came back, right? In like, I think 2020, you did like a deluxe edition. Yeah. It, so, talking spirals, my pedal mm. releases have been sort of like Spiraling. that too. It's, mm. so I try to get, I try to get rid of these things and then they just keep coming back and I just keep <laughs> them. And then, like, it's like, I feel like I'll probably forever end up doing like the same handful of pedals, like forever, right? Like, a rat, yeah. like a modded rat circuit, is probably going to be one of them. Um, and uh, in terms of all of like the stuff that I have in development, one of them, unfortunately, is has rat uh, stuff. DNA, DNA. yeah, mm. like D- <laughs> DNA or uh, you know, building blocks, if you will. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's a listening to Wooly the other day with you guys, and it's like, yeah, what well, Legos? It's like Legos, right? Oh, yeah, like, is, certain, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you you take you take like just 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 a little do, 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 you know, and like I love building Legos and like you know with my kids and like I mm-hmm. it's kind of like aren't these things just basically toys for grownups too, right? Oh yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, absolutely. The collectible music supposed to be fun, <laughs> right? Music's fun. At the end of the day, it's fun. We're having we're yeah. playing. We're play. It's yeah. a form of mm. play, and we we get yeah. to uh, explore that creative side of ourselves. No, you don't always get to do, and there's, or, or you know, or normal constraints of your life, right? You have yeah. expectations of you, so your life has certain borders and frames on it. Like already, uh, uh, things are scheduled. Um, I, I, so like if, if in like deep philosophy terms, do we live a predestined life? Or are we making this up as we go along? Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so yeah. the music side of things usually tends to be the making it up as we go along. You know, we mm. we have fun. We play. We create. Yeah. We enjoy ourselves. We dance. We get out of ourselves. We, you know, we're like, you know, metal dudes. You know, we get sweaty and we go mosh and bang into each other. Right? <laughs> What's in the future for Done Effects? Probably more of the same. <laughs> where where does the cycle take it's, us now? <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be more of the same and different. Now it's it's gonna probably be a whole lot of uh, what I've been doing, which is yeah. uh, continuing to evolve and change. Um, but kind of focus on the things that I do and I like. Um, yeah, because uh, yeah. you just put some tremolo pedals out. Yeah, so that's kind of a hint at where we're going here. Um, I uh, so for the long time there, you know, I've been building sort of like what I feel like um, are useful tools that folks tend to go to the toolbox often and go grab, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. um, your HM twos, the HM two E yeah. stuff, uh, the rat, the. You know, there's a couple of kind of standards that I've sort of been poking at over the years. And those are, you know, again, it's like a Phillips head screwdriver or something. It's like Lowe's is going to constantly be selling those because 
that's just a, it's more those right but i would be selling myself short if i didn't say that i wasn't a little i wouldn't say bored or like um itchy or excited or anxious you know to get started on doing something different where's the discovery yeah. here where are the new frontiers right um mm-hmm. for me at least i know i've got a couple of peers who are really kind of pushing the these days and so like really cool stuff um you will not see a midi delay out of me i'm sorry <laughs> i am not gonna make ascending pedal yeah. good lord yeah, yeah. <laughs> like well, i mean I, I do have a i was gonna say i do have a done delay well i've done eae delay i have the laggard oh yeah um, yeah it's, so the laggard is one okay so there's one um i've got I'm not going to give you like an inventory or a list of yeah. what I'm up to because I don't yeah. you know, no, I I feel like that'd be that like taking my pants down here. But what I basically have planned is like, I guess the pedal builders version of a whole album. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. like, oh, that's a very cool way to put it. Circling around a little bit. A long time. Always wanted to be a like, quote, band dude, right? Like play in the popular band that the people like they come out to the shows and i play yeah. the music and everybody has a good time right mm-hmm. just the way the things kind of for me it just didn't quite happen based on like the way my life went the way those bands those times went um the band meme 666 page the they've got that shirt that's I like say, yeah i am what that is it? guy, yeah, it's, uh... <laughs> I am yeah. the guy that lived long enough to become a pedal builder. So um, yeah, <laughs> I uh, the way that I st- see this is the way that I stay uh, attached. Though I still go to the local shows and I still talk to my people, like in the St. Mm-hmm. Louis area and stuff that do metal at the local level, because like I still like that stuff. And I'm yeah. not in a band anymore because of, you know, and whatever. Uh, I've got two small children. My wife and I had a couple of small kids. Um, so I've got a five and an old now on top of my like 18 year old. So like basically, yeah, I'm pedal dad over here. And <laughs> life sometimes, you know, just happens. And I got to like, you know, clean up a car seat that got vomited on. <laughs> yeah so the way that i stay connected with the bands and stuff that I, I build the pedals and i like try to help their equipment and yeah, i can and, I, and in, in turn you know i buy their shirts i go to their shows i stand there with my yeah. arms crossed and go mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure they appreciate yeah. that so, yeah. so um but it's like there's a place for all of us in, in that community right. you know mm. well, I guess so. History of Done Effects. Where am I presently? Where am I going? I feel like uh, to kind of answer that question and to put it in like band terms, I feel like I put out a couple, like a decent album or something, like or some decent six came out, and I got popular from that, and some name recognition and notoriety or whatever, and then kind of was like a thing where like just touring off of it so to speak where i was mm-hmm. just building those pedals and not really doing a whole lot to grow or change and then like just for reasons uh i quit drinking 
And I was at home simultaneously also working at home because of, you know, pandemic reasons. And, you know, my mm-hmm. IT job got moved from an office to my home office. And so like, home, focusing, just kind of thinking about things. I'm like, where, what, what? I was like, what is the point of all of this? Why am I here? Like, not like in the whole, like, well, I mean, sure. In a big picture existential sense, but like, what is the point of effects? Why am I doing mm-hmm. it? Right. And so, like, at first, I'm like, cool, I've had a couple of hits, if you will. I put some pedals out people like. Uh, they liked them for a little while. But, you know, that was some years ago. Like, if you want to go look at those pictures on Instagram, for example, you got to really scroll to go in time yeah. to go yeah. look at those things, right? So, like, my old acid-etched pedals, the things that I kind of, like, made myself in my basement here, really getting old now, right? Mm. And like, what am I, you know, so I got to thinking about like, what am I doing here? Like, you know, let's build a new tool. Like thinking about the last band that I was in, I had this problem where I wanted to introduce an HM2 sound, but not like it become the full blown tone, you know, like I wanted that grime without it completely taking over my entire signal. So yeah. yeah dawned on me that the thing that i liked most about the hm2 was not the distortion part of it but the eight but the eq and what it was doing yeah. to my signal so so the death knob was born yeah which again sort of was also kind of again like another like first church of amp worship thing where like you know one of the guys we were also just talking about that in the forum at the time. and it was kind of like something that was being discussed but also kind of something thinking about about my rig and i'm like cool i've been building pedals for people for years now and i've been building based on like their needs and like what everybody else is kind of like wanting or needing at the time but like what do i want what did i need in my last band Mm -hmm. well in my last band i wanted a stupid hmq or an hmq sound without it just being the whole thing you know because we weren't like a hardcore band we weren't like an hm2 band we were like a metal band, but I wanted some spots to sound grimy, right? Yeah. So if that's a if there's like a buzzword for you, like if Alex at Mask Audio is clang, gun effects yeah. is grime. Oh. That's what I do. <laughs> yeah. I introduce yeah. slangy, grimy, dirty, dirty mm, boy. Like it's distortion now, but more importantly, it's Making it oh, sound gross. a little ugly, mm. a little squishy, gross, yeah. not exactly, you know. Yeah, and like, and that's that's sort of like I really leaned into that, and I enjoy that, and that's mm-hmm. like, re- like, because that's what I needed in my rig. That's what I wanted in my rig, and I was like, and I feel like that's sort of I just put it out there and was like, let's see if this. T-. Yeah. So it sort of was like a rebrand for me, maybe the second mm-hmm. one, right? Because the first was dropping the whole done. Uh, oh thing right getting rid of the sun yeah. amps logo yeah. looking and having like just straight up just done effects right yeah mm-hmm. so that was sort of my first soft rebrand launching the dump launching everything that i did else before that and just basically building like one pedal for like a whole year or two there um was kind of like a second soft rebrand for me um mm-hmm. sort of a way to refocus get back to the basics uh what am i doing here you know, and I was like, well, I'm building tools yeah. for people to make their music. I wanted this tool when I was making my music and I didn't have it. So 
there it is. You know? Yeah. Now, where am I going with all this? Oh, man, I feel like that was a great single, right? The Death Knob was a great yeah. single I released in 2020 or 2021. So it's been a couple <laughs> yeah. years, yeah. right? Yeah. But people have heard that song. They're getting used to it. And, you know, th- so it's like it's time to put something else out there. So my plan, uh, I have basically right now I have about seven different pedals in development and almost none okay. of them are distortion pedals. Um, oh, okay. Quite a shift then, yeah. So genre change is it's going to be sort of a genre change, yeah. Because and I think that's mm. going to be a little bit of a sea change for people from me because like you know they're used to uh, the 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 heavy you know, you know mm-hmm. the heavy yeah. heavy sounds and it's like none of these right. are going to be like quote heavy pedals. They're all going to like mm, you know alter or modulate your sound in some way, but they're not necessarily meant to be your source of distortion. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, if you're using pedal distortion now that's yeah. another thing too right is that some guys just amp distortions so it's like i'm trying to you know, i sort of wanted to break out of the i only make metal pedals kind of box mm-hmm. yeah um and you know not making dirt pedals is uh, uh it's gonna be a change for me um it's kind of like kierkegaard's leap of Faith here, where I am plunging into the abyss with no foreknowledge of whether or not there will be any reward at the end of it, right? Mm. Yeah. So uh, the 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 next handful of things will be some weird stuff. Um, right. That's you mentioned the laggard, mm. and like the yes. laggard was like a, a cool delay that um, I did with John from EAE. Um, and I have to admit that like when we first did that thing it was way more like uh my dumb big ideas for a pedal and then john going to work like with a notepad or whatever doing all all because that's what he does yeah. right he's, he's good yeah. at the yeah. and that kind of stuff. like uh the hard science right and so like yeah. he really took um the two because uh, it's a dual stomp delay right and it's got like a weird yeah. Like an envelope mm, filter modifier, kind of at the front, mm-hmm. and then there's also the delay. But the delay's also got modulation and like tails mm-hmm. manipulation in it as well. That pedal, though, is like I think we both agree now was a little clumsy. Um, but uh, uh, you know, it was a great thing to kind of put out there and to learn from and to kind of get started with. But it's something that sort of I've kind of always had in the back of my mind to come back it and to make better later um yeah i i hate to admit but you know it's one of those things where like i look at the schematic of it and like i didn't understand how it worked when we first released it <laughs> like i like I, said, I knew what the knobs did i knew what the work it right but like if looking yeah. at yeah the schematic of it I didn't quite get what was going on in there and like now i'm able to tell that you know it's a fairly straightforward TT twenty three ninety nine, but it's got a triangular uh, LFO uh, that creates like asymmetrical wave patterns in there. So it's got like that goofy like oh yeah thing going on. It's unpredictable. Yeah, and um, uh, and then on the other side of it, we're using um, a couple of uh, LM. one three seven hundred. Thank you. I was like, the numbers are saving me now. I was thinking numbers in my head. Um, 
yeah, to kind of like, you know, just bend that signal back on itself. But it's one of those things where I didn't really get it at the time, but now I do. But yeah, yeah. Then again, John's John his own thing, you know, and like he doesn't need to build another ladder, right? <laughs> so like that's basically sort of on me to come up with a new version of it. Yeah. And like that's kind of what I've got in the works, amongst other things. I've got cool. there's that. Um mm-hmm. there's a uh, there was a tremolo pedal that I did post about recently that is sort of the germ form of what's going to become a bigger effect. Um, mm. So the tre- uh, section of the Sun Solaris that we were talking about earlier, uh, yeah. I tried to make a pedal in itself uh, once, okay. and that's basically uh. what the Sycophant tremolo pedal is, is... is mm-hmm. uh, um, a pedal emulation of the tremolo section of like an old stamp. Um, yeah. I mean, along with yeah. those things, but, so it's like, it's kind of like those weird old sixties amplifiers where they have like a knob on it and it just says effect. You're like, yeah. what the heck does that yeah. do? You know? mm, and you end up having great. to turn it to figure out whether it's like tremolo or is it like a, yeah. is it, is it a chorus in there or something? Like what, what is this? <laughs> the, uh, Choruses too. I was like big into choruses and then um it's the nineties tones. It's it's probably nineties tones, right? Like yeah, cool. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, I ended up doing a like a revisitation of these DOD pedals recently. Like um yeah. So be, it's more more spiraling and circuitous uh nonsense, I guess, because I like H stuff, and because the American metal pedal is like a cousin of the HM2. I kind of did that, but because I was looking into 90s DOD pedals, everybody was like, do the death metal, and I was like, okay. (laughs) Someone did that with you. And this thing where, like, suddenly everybody was, like, sending me, like, their old DOD pedals, or, like, sending me messages like, hey, man, can you do that, like, uh, that dual steering flanger? And I'm like, what? No. I was like, weird. (laughs) I like that one. Like, um, like, did it, it, like such an odd request, but uh, a lot of these things, sure, were born from requests, and like, yeah, yeah. So anyway, the DoD stuff. Right now, I'm doing chorus pedals. I'm doing research on chorus pedals because I'm making a chorus pedal, uh, which is about yeah. as much as I want to tell about that one. Uh, other oh, than yeah. it's a chorus pedal. So, yeah, just Project yeah. X. I don't know. I haven't named these guys yet. Uh, I also sort of want to do away with my naming conventions. It's another mm-hmm. thing. It's like I had all these like pseudo religious names, you know, from like growing up as like a Catholic dude. Yeah. Finger, just to, like annoy people. Like, on oh, purpose, natural you know? reaction, I think. And it, yeah. yeah. So yeah, okay. like now I'm like, you know, that's like the kind of like angry thing a like dude in his twenties or thirties, you know, would do. I'm like forties now. I'm a dad, you know. I'm like out there working on my lawn. Like, <laughs> like I don't need these angry pedal names anymore. So yeah, I'm probably I'm trying to come up with something a little more straightforward. You know, that is like what deer, right? I don't have dealers at the moment, but it's like one of those things where like later on down the road, should I pick up some sort of a distribution plan? Yeah. Like, it's going to be hard to sell like, you know, the pig nose squealer. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, it depends yeah. on the shop. 
enticing me. I got a couple of other pedals that are also kind of planning on like giving you like seasick vibes too, but mm. but I don't want to do like one of those sea shanty songs, you know? It's like yeah. it'd probably yeah. make for good yeah. social media though. Yeah, yeah. Maybe two yeah. nah, maybe two years ago. I'm behind the curve. Yeah, I'm not as good as Wonder Effects on the social media stuff, man. I'm like, oh mm. man, he kills it. He <laughs> really kills it. I feel like I'm like I feel like social media, I'm like kind of like reaching that grumpy old man status where I'm like, what happened to Instagram when it was just pictures? <laughs> now yeah. all these videos. Kids want these videos. I don't do <laughs> but I just I don't, I don't know. show my face. because I, I, I grew up doing these pedals during the I during that like era of like the um late uh aughts early 20 teens that was like you know uh people didn't really make their content back then right you had like concrete creator generators that you sent out your stuff to official demoers right and like Mm. uh, the pedal builder wouldn't necessarily get in front of the camera they'd be like you know they're the they're like down in their uh, caves, you know, crafting their dwarven wares, you know, and you know, <laughs> bring it out for the human to show off, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, my my older my older kid does D and D stuff, and he just thinks I'm like like a little dwarf down here. So <laughs> my kids hammering away. So I've dug too far and too deep. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, so that's sort Incredible. of where I've been stuff. I've been really wanting to like shed the metal identity, not yeah. as like this uh signifier, right? Like uh like that's not like necessarily the first thing you think of. Uh also don't want to necessarily always be the HM2 guy, right? I sure. like HM2 pedals, but like I'm not I never wanted to be that guy. So no, um yeah, I so anyway. Um, well, no, that's cool. This feels like a good place for us to wrap up as well. This has been great. Right on. Yeah. Thank you so much. We didn't much even get talk about on. comic books or Stephen <laughs> King. We'll have to have you back for that or one. We can like, get to that. Know. Part two, reading list. Yeah, I can do a whole part two on like just like Marvel mix, man. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we always forget the to plug the, plug the links. The internet. internet. Just Google um, it. I'm on uh, primarily. I'm on Instagram at Dunifex. I no longer have a Facebook presence. Um, you can also directly email me. Um, I do have an email list off of the website, www.dunifex.com. But honestly, the website is essentially just my web store. I don't have anything cool or informative up there uh, yet. So Hell yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah.